up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Devs Like Us. How's everybody doing? I'm good. Good, 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 good. Good, good. So we have a very special episode today. We have a special guest uh, by the name of Raven. Uh, I've known Raven for some years. We actually were uh, co-workers at one point in our tech careers, and so uh, very uh, happy to have her on uh, she is a computer uh, science graduate from ODU and uh, doing big things in the cybersecurity world now. Uh, so uh, without further doubt, we'll just go ahead and jump right in. I, so my first question is, tell us about yourself. Um, what made you get into CS um, and, you know, all of that good stuff? Can I say hey to Raven first? Hey, oh. Raven. <laughs> you appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah. He's rude. Yes. Hi. Hey, y'all. Hey, we're keeping I'm that. Nice to meet y'all. Yeah. That's our parents just behind the I, scenes. He get around his I, friends yeah. and all of a sudden he yeah. can't introduce well, us. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm on. I'm still on. I'm still a little burned from last week episode, so I'm on edge. You know, I'm just trying to get my words out before I get trumped over. So, <laughs> golly, well, thank y'all for having me. Um, so to answer your question, Clarence, um, I actually went to ODU to be a dentist. Um, I actually wanted to be an orthodontist when I started going to school. I was studying biology and I was like taking the classes and I was like, this is not it. Right. Um, but I, I, w- I wanted to do dentistry because, you know, I love seeing people smile. I love the confidence a, a beautiful smile gives someone. Um, and I wanted to be able to give that to someone. I wanted to be able to make someone that happy. Right. That confidence you get from seeing a, a smile is crazy. Right. So I wanted to be able to do that. So that's why I, why I wanted to be a dentist or, or, or orthodontist at the time. But I was doing the coursework and I was like, this is not it. Like, I quickly found out that this was the worst decision of my, what, 18 Dang. years old when you go to school, right? So a worst was, decision? That's a, that's a drastic, like, outcome. Right. This is not it. Like, so, all the decisions up until 18, that was it. That was it. So I ended up, you know, I had to take a reset and I really had to think about what I wanted to do and what I like to do. And I kind of just fell back on what I enjoy, right? So my mom um, ran her own business, right? So she she had her own computer, right? So uh, she had a Windows 98 computer, right? Gateway, the old white block joints we don't see no more, right? So she had one of those. And while she was going to work, I would take it apart, right? Pull up, look at the chip, try to figure out like what it was and like trying to figure out like how how it works, signal processing and all that. And then like by the time she got back, I tried to put it all back together, right? So I won't have to worry about it. And she, I never really messed up and she never mm-hmm. really knew <laughs> that I was doing that. Right. But that's what I was doing because she had a computer because she had her own businesses. She was, she was doing payroll on her computer. So she had a computer, right? So I, I had that time to be able to tinker with the computer and I found that something that I was passionate about, right? So I just remember that opportunity and then I was like, all right, maybe I should do something with computers, right? Um, Cybersecurity wasn't a degree offering when I was going to ODU. Um, So I went the computer science and computer engineering route just because I like that whole tinkering thing, trying to figure out how things work. And that's really a good basis in computer engineering. So um, that's the the route I went, right? Um, By working, right? learned that cybersecurity was actually cooler um, because I'm not the person who likes to code all, code all day. Like, I'll okay. write a script real quick to make my <laughs> life easier, but don't give me a job in which you say, hey, code this piece of software. Like, I'm just going to be like, all right. And I'll get on Indeed.com and start looking for another job. You see uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> so, I, I'm not a coding all day type of person, right? Um, um, I'm more of like, you know, the, let me just write a Python script really quick, you know, just so I can do something fast. I, 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 so, um, I, so I reached that cybersecurity route. Um, I like securing things. I used to work um, when I started the next step of my career. I started working in a security operations center, right, 24/7, 365. I worked Tuesday to Sunday, 3 to 11:30 p.m. Right. Um, I was, you know, one of the people like I like starting off at the bottom, I guess I can say, you know, call centers type things are really the bottom if you think about it in IT. Right. So I started off at the bottom in cyber and now I'm here 
Um, I work for my company. I'm a cyber architect. So right okay. now I design and build different security operation centers, centers for customers. Um, and I also just recently, I guess I can make the announcement on your show. I just accepted a position with my company as a manager. Of hey. software. Hey. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what nice. I'm talking about. Exclusive right here on Dan's Devs like us, right? Uh, I just accepted a position uh, as the manager of software development for my company, and I'll be re relocating. Right, another another thing that no one knows from Los Angeles to Huntsville, Alabama, to support oh, wow. um support that opportunity, right? <laughs> nice, congrats, congrats, yeah. thank That's you, huge. thank you. That is huge. <laughs> So I guess a big, a big move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Won't the temperature be a lot drastic from where you are now and where you're going? Yeah, it will be. But I'm, you know, from Virginia, right? It's it's back on the East Coast. I finally have seasons, right? Um, I don't have yeah. to worry about air quality, right? You know, some weekends here, you they were like, "Don't go outside. It's bad." You know what right. I mean? You're not sure. going to breathe. Like, <laughs> so y'all been wearing masks before mask was a thing, right? Exactly. We had a mask. Y'all just got used to the mask. We've been wearing masks over here on the West Coast. But yeah, that's how it is. Nice, nice, nice. A lot of people are leaving LA. That's I mean, a lot of people are leaving Cali for that same yeah. reason though. Yeah. yeah. About to get some acres though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cost of living is crazy different in um, Alabama. So that's a, another incentive why I wanted to go. I've never been to the state of Alabama in my life. So I was like, you know, why not? You know. Something new. Yeah, something new. Was it, uh, it kind of like uh, a little, were you hesitant at any uh, about it? Yeah, I was very hesitant because like Alabama, I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like things are going to be easy. a lot slower. <laughs> things are going to be a lot slower, and then like we're in a, a time now where race is very important, right? So right. I didn't want to put in this, put myself in a space where I will have to. Not not saying that it's it's down south. Like right. let's be honest, right. I didn't want to be in a place south, where south, it's sure. exactly <laughs> like. It's easier for for someone else to move, like the, who don't look like us, to move to new places. But we have to be a little bit cognizant of where we are, right? As, you know, as young black professionals, we have to be aware of our surroundings at all times, right? Um, right. So that's what more of what I was worried about, right? Going to Alabama can't catch me there, right? Yeah. yeah did <laughs> you go where you're going to be staying to see how yeah. close everything was? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I checked. It's Huntsville, so it's a little bit more mainstream. Um, it's it's not like the deep, deep south. You can compare it to like Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, it's it's a little bit more. They're trying to be up and coming, right? Not saying it's like Atlanta, but they're trying to get there, right? So they're very progressive and stuff like that. So that's the only reason why I said yes. Um, so tell me, you know, say Raven go anywhere a little deeper south in Alabama, in Alabama probably not. Um, right. But it's, if you look at the map, it's right there on the top, um, which which gave me a little bit of comfort. Is right. Huntsville where all the black engineers are? There's some place down there where it's like the I largest number of black too. engineers. I think. Oh, yeah. Because Huntsville, they have the reality show there with the black. Um, they're not engineers there. Yeah, the, and, the, and then it's. Yeah. Um, I think it's also where a bunch. NASA, where the most, where's NASA like, PhDs are located, uh, co-located. Oh, within oh nice. Oh, yeah. I'm even more comfortable. Way to get connected. <laughs> I just <laughs> found that out like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> maybe maybe one of our listeners is down there and they can maybe drop some pointers or some hints, you know, Please. to kind of help you out. You know? That's what I need. That's what I need. <laughs> so I do have a question. So, you know, uh, with that kind of transition, uh, so, you know, your first transition was out to the West Coast. Is it as really like hectic and I guess like tech savvy as you know we hear? You know, do you feel it's like a super competitive market where it's just like like I, I know I heard housing out there is crazy where it gets snatched up super fast. Are opportunities kind of the same way? Um to be honest, not really. You think about everyone goes out to LA to be a movie star, okay. right? You okay. go out there to be an actor or an actress, right? It's a lot of the entertainment entertainment market is highly saturated. If you have specialized skills like cybersecurity, um, you know what I mean, uh, 
coding and stuff like that, you're you're pretty much can go to any job. Like, you know, you have all the big ones, Google's out here, you know, Apple's out here, right? So you have a lot of opportunities to just really go from, if you want to do public se sector or if you want to do defense contracting, it's all out here. You got plenty of options, right? Okay. But I okay. wouldn't say it's like everyone's out here trying to do tech. I think everyone's out here trying to get on a commercial or trying to, you know, be a movie star. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So you're telling us if we came out there, we would see you on a billboard? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got the fact for you all, too. So Huntsville has uh, uh, nearly 20,000 of its res residents are holding engineering degrees. In Huntsville. Oh, nice. Sweet. Nice. This, was, um, this was 2019. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as long as nobody moved uh, up until now, you should be good. <laughs> right when yeah, I get there, all get twenty thousand. <laughs> They're like, you didn't get the memo. You, oh, you right? didn't see the, you, you didn't get we the memo. We going to Atlanta. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off. I had to, I was searching for that fact. I was like, no. oh, get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think? Uh, so uh, I guess like doing a comparison between workforce and school and kind of like how you've been climbing and, you know, all of your success, did school 100% prepare you for that? Did it give you like that, uh, you know, f foundation that you needed? Do you feel like, you know, after you finished, it was like you have to relearn everything like, you know, up until where you are, you know, a point in your career, you know, how much of that, you know, helped? Uh, it was a nice foundation, right? Um, it was a good introductory, right, to have school, right, and to have that bachelor's degree. But once you get on the job, most of the stuff you learn, you know what I mean? Yeah, like they don't teach you DevSecOps in school. They don't teach you Agile in school, right? So, no. right? I mean, it's great. I think school gave me a great foundation to start. But if all I had was the bachelor's degree and no other certifications or no other experience, I will still be in that level one position. Right. 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 Um, I wouldn't have, you know, growth in the company that I've I've experienced so far. Um, so one thing I've learned, like how to balance, you know, school like college versus certifications is kind of what I'm currently battling, right? Because, um, you know, I have my CISSP, right, um, okay. which is kind of like the, you know, the top dog in cyber, right? And then I'm also getting my PhD in cyber and hey. in, in defensive oh, cyber okay. operations, right? So I'm like, do I need to like, where's the, where's the really, where's the balance, right? So that's something I'm still trying to figure out. I think certifications are great. I, I think like school, like university type school pushes your, your career. So that's how you get from level one to level two, right? Like I got the extra degree, can you not get my promotion now, right? right that's right. how it, that's, it's really the paperwork part of advancing in your career, not really, hey, I had the, this type of experience, right? That advances you in your career. It's really like the paperwork type thing, right? I got my master's, I got my PhD, I, I qualify at minimum, a level four position, right? Because right. I put in the work, I have a PhD. At minimum, you will pay me at the level four, right? Um, certifications, I think is better for, if I didn't go to school at all. Like. Yeah. You get into what I like. I wanna, I wanna <laughs> kind of get, yeah, if you don't mind, this isn't, I think this might be yeah. off script, but when you're looking at, you know, basically, you know, making sure you're getting paid what you're worth, like, hey, I'm this level, make sure I'm there. Do you, yeah. you have, um, you don't have to necessarily share your personal experience, but do you have any tips for for um, for people who feel like they're not they're underpaid? Clarence yeah. says leave, which is a good. I, I mean, that's that's <laughs> always hey, Raven knows she. Hey, she's on that game too. <laughs> I, I was on that game at first. Now I'm more. Indeed. Now I'm more like knowing what your number is, right? So if you know how much, like, be honest with yourself. If you know you've never done that job before, be honest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I think it's really all about about knowing your role, right? Knowing your number, right? So, for me, I said it when I, when I look, I do you know you do your your salary analysis, right? You look at you know who what are the people making in that area at this level, right? Um, but it's really all about knowing what you want, right? 
And then having that number in your head. So when they ask you, so how much are you thinking? What's your ballpark? That's a <laughs> canned question, which they're trying to get you on. Right. Right. Um, so it's like, you know, our normal answer is, well, I want to be paid against the, my number of years and experience for the role. We never really say an answer. Right. But it's a hard question to answer. It's a hard question to answer, right? Because we really want to say, well, how much you gonna offer me first, and then we can go from there. That's really how you want to go. But it's really right. all about knowing your number, knowing how much you're worth, how much is your time doing this task worth, right? Um, and and what I've noticed, right, for offering different salaries and stuff like that, especially when I came out to LA, is that they'll they'll give you the minimum. Mm-hmm. Right. And to you, to you, like, let's say you go into from a different company to you, like if you had a lesser job, it might seem like the maximum. Right. <laughs> right? right but to right. them, it's the minimum. And it's just because you don't know your number. Right. I had a, you know, just give you a real life example um, for the company I'm at to move out here. They were like, oh, you know, let's just throw out a you know regular ballpark figure. Right. Figuratively. Like, let's say to move out to L.A., they was going to offer me, I don't know, fifty thousand dollars a year. Right. right. I was like, that ain't enough. Right. <laughs> you know that I mean? didn't even cover the food. <laughs> exactly. So I countered them with another offer and was like, in order for me to pick up all of my stuff and move out to California. Right. You want to have to give me double that. You want to give me one hundred thousand dollars. Right. And they said, OK. What if I would have said yes on 50? Right. That's I would have had 50. We would have been struggling out here. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no reason why no, like real life that I countered so high. Right. Over 40, 50 thousand dollars. And he's a huge pay gap. Right. right. But if I said that, if I, you know, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Right? right. All they can say is no. Like, OK, no, that's too much. We can meet you here. But have your number like. I had my number. I'm like, no, rent is high in, is high in LA. <laughs> right, right, right. Gas is high in LA. You need to, I need at least this to be able to not live in the hood, right? Or sleep at so, your desk. <laughs> right. I mean, something. <laughs> I don't need something. So it's all, I think it's all about knowing your number, then also putting that work in, having those, you know, those degrees matter, I think, having those certifications matter. So it's, it's matching up. So have your number ready. Have you noticed too that like, or I guess like, have you taken a look at it? Uh, Cause I know one thing like I learned over the years, especially while jumping is that like, you know, you hear that one number, but like you also consider like the overall package, you know, like does mm-hmm. that package come with like bonuses, you know, company incentives yeah. where it might be like, you know, shared profit, you know, that kind of thing. Like, is that something you've kind of picked up on too, you know, through your journey? Yes, I do pick up on that, right? But I feel like benefits and employee packages, that's just to get me to stay at your company, not for me to leave my current company, right? Right. So, right. I, I mean, I consider it, but it's like, you know, education assistance and all that is standard. I wouldn't have applied if you didn't have these type of benefits, right? So right. it's like, even though those are great company incentive, incentives, you want Those don't re- I want my money too, right? Like if you think about it, if you think about it like as a whole, as an organization, right? We we're, we're applying to big companies and they all get tax credits, right, for having a diverse workforce. Let's be honest, they do. They get right. a tax they credit do. for having yeah, yes. they, get tax, <laughs> they get tax credits for having, you know, people of all origins, all nationalities, all skin colors, all female males, they get a credit for having a device diverse workforce. So really, you don't have to pay me because you I'm doing you a favor by saying I'm checking that African American yeah. box. I'm checking that female box. I'm taking notes. I'm gonna Where's stop checking other. Stop checking other. <laughs> I need a piece of that pie, right? Yeah, I need a piece of that pie to me. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I totally feel that. So Raven, you kind of touched on it, but you know, I just wanna um kind of get a definitive answer so um like a episode ago we were talking about well two episodes ago we were talking about formal education versus like you know the self-taught uh boot camp learners and mm-hmm. so for you i know that you went you know through the through the whole ladder but for uh someone who's like at home just a coder 
Like they're just like, I just want to code. Do you feel as though that formal education is needed or um, they can kind of take that route? No, if you just want to code, I don't think you need to go to four year degree school. Right. Like it's all about knowing what you want to do, right? If you really see yourself in that technical role all your life, I wouldn't waste, waste no time. Don't, why? That's a waste of money to me. Yeah. Cause you already know how to code. You don't need to go to a four-year university to, to know C plus plus. Go get a you like three or, classes, if that three or four classes. Right, exactly. I don't. <laughs> I don't think you need it. I think that that formal education route is for the person who sees themselves within that C level suite, like me. Like I would want to be a VP. I right. want to be the president mm-hmm. of the company. I want to run it. I want to keep my. Oh, right? hit the bell. <laughs> <laughs> I want that company. <laughs> so, I want the company to be mine. You know, so that's why I'm going to edu. That's why I'm getting the the bachelor's, the master's, the PhD because at, at some point it's gonna be like, oh well, she's qualified. You see what I'm saying? She is preaching. <laughs> so, so, that, that, that word that word was good. So like saying, oh yeah, she's qualified. Have you ever been hit with the overqualified with all the education? Because I've I mean I know I've ran into that, and I know others have ran into that sometimes. Have you ever been hit with the the overqualified? And it could be it could be like true for like certain positions, but I know a lot of companies feel as though oh we have to pay you this X amount because you have all this education, and then they're like oh you're overqualified. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have been hit with the overqualified, but I still don't necessarily get it, right? Do If I felt like I was overqualified for it, or if it was a task that I did not want to do, I wouldn't have applied. You see what I'm saying? So I get the whole overqualified thing. Like, I probably do have too much experience to do this task or too much ex- degrees to whatever, you know, say, you know, whatever. I might have too much of whatever to do this task, but it's something I want to do. Right. Like I just applied to your rec. I'm obviously interested. So for you to say I'm over qualified, it's like, well, I want to do the work. Right. You see what I'm saying? I just don't sure. get it. But yes, I have been hit by that, and I still don't understand. <laughs> so I got a counter question against that. Yeah. Well, not really okay. against that, but just a, I guess like additional. So like, uh, debate, um, Clarence? No, <laughs> no, 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 not even not no no debates tonight. I'm just trying to keep it. I'm trying to keep the peace. So, you know, like as Terrence mentioned, overqualified, but like, do you feel like, so first, I guess, first off, I should say I apologize because I did a terrible intro. I left out all of the the, the creds that you dropped. I'm glad that you, you you know, you definitely uh, put those out there. But um, do you feel like uh, with what you have now, are there positions that still make you feel like you're underqualified? Yeah, like any type of business management type you know, managing cost and schedule, right? I'm just not, I'm not good on the numbers yet. Like, and I know that about myself, right? I've been very heavy on the technical. Like I know how to code. I know how to do all of that, right? I know how to make a tool work. I know how to make some work, stand up a server, whatever. I know how to do it. Call right. schedule. <laughs> I don't care. Like you're, that, that means nothing to a technologist if you think about it. Like, Okay, we're we're late or we're overrunning the budget. Okay, I'm still gonna code. Like you right. know what I mean? Like I'm right. still gonna do you my still job. Do product. Yeah. <laughs> you still <laughs> product regardless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like that means nothing. So that's something I'm very light on. And with this new role, I'll get the opportunity to manage a budget. I have my own team. I will be producing a software product and I, I'll get the step back, Raven. I don't need you on the keyboard this time. I need you to manage the schedule. I need you to make sure these developers are producing a product um, at each and every sprint. So that's what I'm trying to do now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I guess so. Uh, when you finish school and you've gone through, you know, different parts of your career, you know, different roles, different places, did you expect to see yourself where you are now this fast, or did you think that it would have took longer? Oh no. You know, ask me. I remember when I was at ODU. Um, my sister's friend came down. She was actually in the PhD program at ODU, and she asked me, she was staying in my dorm, um, and she asked me, Raven, what do you want to do? I was like, I'm just trying to get out of college. Like, school is hard. Right. <laughs> I was right. like, I'm just trying to graduate. Um, I'll, work, I'll work at this company in Newport News uh, that was in the area, right, that I was, I was already working at. I was like, I'm just going to stay in the 757, work at that local company, and that's going to be it. She was like, that's not enough. 
still do more. I'm like, girl, you'd be lucky if I walk across the stage. <laughs> like you're asking for a lot here. <laughs> you're asking for a lot. <laughs> you see these classes? <laughs> like, like not that much. I don't know. My, my senior of ODU was tough to me, and I was just really just grateful just to walk across the stage with a passing GPA average, so I can get the heck out of there. Right. I actually feel like I actually feel like grad school, at least for me, grad school was easier than undergrad. But maybe I just had too yeah. much going on in undergrad. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I I think I think that too because like if you think of grad school is specialized. Like undergrad, you doing all this stuff. You don't even care about English. Like they make you take the gen eds, and it's like I don't, I don't care about writing. I don't yeah. really care about none of that. But they want to make sure you have that basis. Right. And it's like, you know, graduate degrees. You don't do none of that. You're really specialized on what you want to do. So that's why you kind of think it's easier because it's actually the things you yeah. enjoy. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So with. Um... With that story that you just gave us, like, you know, looking back on, you know, how you thought back then your senior year to where you are now, like, how do you feel about that, that mindset change? Like, yeah. Do you look back yeah. and be like, tell yourself, your, your, your past self, like, girl, you just don't know what you got going <laughs> yeah. again. <Right. laughs> no, sorry. yes. So, but yeah, I, I definitely look. Yeah, I definitely look back and like think about all the things in my life, all the opportunities and even the opportunities that close, right? Even the doors closing was a blessing, right? And I have to think as I think back, like, dang, I, and I was like probably upset I didn't get that job, but I'm glad I didn't get that job. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you really look back, it, it was really all about taking risks, right? Um, when I left my first company in Newport News, um, I moved to Maryland um, for another for another company, another opportunity. But it wasn't it was a promotion, but not really because the cost of living was higher in Maryland than it was in the seven by seven. But if so, if you really round it out, I was making just about the same. Right. Right. Because right. the cost of living was so crazy up there. So, yes, it was a it was a leap in knowing that, hey, I wasn't really going to be making a lot more money but this job is actually what I want to do, okay. right? So, the, so that was my first leap, right, moving to Maryland, right? And then my second leap was um, I actually went from Maryland to Virginia for a little bit. I had another opportunity. Um, and then that opportunity in Virginia, the contract got cut. I mean, uh, randomly. Like, we came in one day, I came in one day, and everybody's like, oh, my God. Like, everyone, like, their employees are like, like upset, crying. I was like, "What is wrong? What is y'all doing?" <laughs> like, I come, in, I come in with my coffee. Like, what is going on? And like the contract. I told this exact story this. last week. They thought I was playing. I told. It's so funny that you say that because I literally just said the same exact story. Coffee in hand. It's not a travel mug. It's a real mug. Like it's your coffee mug. <laughs> I was at the carrying, like, what is going on? That bell is, I, you know, you just don't know the bell is going off in my head, but I just, you go ahead, go ahead, Ray. <laughs> but like, like I had my carrying and was like, what is going on? Why are people at their desk crying? Like, so manager comes out, he's like, yo, everyone, need, we're going to have an all hands meeting in the, in the conference room at, in, in about five minutes. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to do my thing, right? We go in there, he's like, so the contract is over. Um, you have about 14 days to find a job. I'm like, what? <laughs> Mind you, I had just accepted the position maybe two months ago, right? right. Oh, wow. And when they, they cut the contract, I was like, well, y'all should have told me this. I wouldn't have left my job. <laughs> is that what I mean? So they, they cut the contract. I'm like, like, oh, sorry. Like, oh, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, you know, I just quit my job. I'm now here. Now you're saying I have two weeks to find another job. And it was like, I, I went home that day and I was so upset and I did not understand now why, why, why would this happen to me? Right. I'm up here in Maryland. Right. At the time I'm like, it was actually a job that made more money. So now it's like my check isn't so tight where it's like, you know what I mean? Right. I, now I'm a little bit comfortable, but now it's like, dang, am I really comfortable if I got to find a whole nother job in two weeks? So I was just like, did not understand what was going on. 
And I came home, I was upset, I was sad. Um, but I got a call from uh, a director two levels up from my manager at the time. He was like, hey, is this Raven? I said, yeah. He was like, is this Raven? Yeah, this Raven for this. Like that, right? I was real short. He's like, yeah, this is uh, X, Y, and Z from, you know, company name here, right? He was like, I just want to personally give you a phone call and thank you for your commitment to the company. Um, I heard about your work. Come see me Monday morning. I'm going to have a job for you. Nice. Nice. Oh, two right. levels. Two levels up. That's two levels. That up. was two levels <laughs> up. Like, and it's like it was like how, right. So it was like you know I had only been at the job two months, but the two months of work I had put in obviously was something because someone thought highly of me to bring me right. up to you know that that level of business management, right? So I ended up meeting with him, and he's like, "Yeah, I know what's going on with that program. Um, I just want to make sure you know that." you have a job working for me. I want to make nice. sure you, so you have a job working for me. Um, just all you have to do is you know, go pick out your cube um, and you can, you know, you, you can work for me basically. So I was like, okay, so what am I going to be doing? He was like, so, well, I don't know. What do you want to do? And I said, <laughs> I want to work. I want to work capture management. I want to work proposals. I want to be in front of the customer. Um, I want to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. He said, okay. And I'm like, what nice. in the world is going on? <laughs> so your I world go, just flipped over, and now it right, came back around. Exactly. So I go back in there Monday. And he was like, "Yeah, Raven, I was thinking about a little bit more about what you were saying and what your goals were for your career, and I think I would want to have you leave this opportunity, right?" And there was an opportunity in which I didn't feel comfortable with. Like it was a lot of stand up and talking, um, and that was the, during the time where I was just used to sitting at the keyboard and coding, right? You know what I mean? So it's like. Bringing someone from up behind the desk in front of somebody is a little bit, you know, I was scared at the time, right? Right, right. So he was like, no, I kind of want you to do this, lead this, and I want you to, you know, be, you know, lead this opportunity for my division, right? And I'm like, okay, right? I was, I didn't necessarily want to do it because it was too far off of, I wasn't being technical anymore, if that makes sense, right? So I was oh, no longer sure. hands-on keyboards. I was doing a little bit more customer-facing opportunities, and I just wasn't really comfortable with that. But that opportunity really set me for the opportunities I have in the future. So that one from that opportunity, I got my opportunity to come out here to L.A., um, and with my opportunity in L.A., it was more technical, right? It was more software development, defining an architecture, um, defining, you know, what pieces go where, right? And Sorry, my dog. <laughs> Sorry. It was like it kept getting like louder and closer. <laughs> I was like, somebody gonna pop up from there. <laughs> but um basically, you know, it was more, you know, designing an architecture, designing interfaces to different systems, which is, you know, that's great. I love doing that type of stuff. Um and then it kind of led me to now that I'm the manager of that of that subsystem that I was just building. So it's it's, it's really coming full circle. Nice. I yeah. think you brought up a really good point though. Um I don't think I don't know if we've really covered that is that uh so like you know the gentleman that you spoke with or you know you had never met them, you know, right. prior never to met them. And so like you know one thing that's super important to to learn from that is that like your work speaks for you sometimes before oh, exactly. you even come into a room. Exactly, exactly. And, and it was just, you never really know who's watching either, yeah. right? So to me, I thought I was just doing my task, right? And it's really like someone was watching me do work and who was high enough to say, hey, actually, Raven is doing the best job. If it's anyone you want to save from the program, you need to go call Raven. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right. that's, and, and I had no idea. I When I actually went to go meet him, that Monday to actually, you know, have that one-on-one -on -one conversation for him. I, he was actually riding in the elevator with me, and I had no idea. So oh, we wow. saw each other, we were like, oh, you and know that. I said, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, a good thing you were like, I'm meeting this jerk that will just call me randomly. <laughs> exactly. Gotta read, yeah, Mom, gotta read those company down. emails, gotta see them pictures. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So come to uh, find out it was him, so it was perfect. Was this before LinkedIn? Because I was gonna say you could you could have looked them up on LinkedIn to get that picture just to make sure. 
See, I don't even know if I was into LinkedIn at that point. I don't know, to be honest. I got you. I got you. I got yeah. you. I, got I you. do have a follow-up question. So, Raven, when um, you mentioned, like, getting your hands off keyboard, how sweet does the deal have to be for you to get hands off keyboard? Like, and Because from a developer standpoint, like, mm-hmm. from my experience as a developer, the best developers don't code anymore. They manage the teams. Like, I always tell people, like, mm-hmm. and it's not all companies. If you're on a small, like, depending on the makeup of the team, you could potentially code all your life. But, like, from larger organizations, if you're really good at development and, like, have any form of people skills. And we're talking, like, low bar for people skills. Like, if you if you can yeah. kind of, like, <laughs> If you can, if you're like, not you're, totally sweating when you're in front of the person, right? Yeah, like oh, you're, <laughs> at least make sure it's not noticeable. Right? So, how, like, how do you, um, are you like, have you kind of accepted the fact that the better you get, more experience you get, you're not going to be, I guess, from a security standpoint, like working hands on the tool as much, and and like you're going to be like doing the high level things. In my opinion, I like it because. Like that 14 days, you would have known that beforehand if you're in that right spot. Because uh, there's some people in that room that knew they weren't telling. Like exactly, <laughs> not gonna tell me. <laughs> so like in one, so like in, on one end of it, I like knowing what's going on, and you have yeah. to be in those special meetings. You can't be hands on keyboard to know like those things are going on. So like, have you kind of like accepted the fact that you might not always be like hands on practitioner like every like day to day, or are you still trying to kind of like hold on to that? Um, I'm slowly learning to let it go. Um, this will be my first role when I'll be 100% like Raven, don't touch nothing. And it's like, even right now, um, even though I haven't formally accepted the role, I am working with my team now. And it's like, okay, I'll just do, I'll do this Jira task or, you know what I mean? I'll do this task here. And it's like, uh, my lead or my, you know, my director above me is like, you're not supposed to be doing the work. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, stop doing work. Like he really has to tell me, you need to manage the progress, right, of, of what's going on. I'm like, okay, but I know how to do it faster. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. So it is hard. It is a constant challenge. But I see myself, like, it's, I think it's all about where you see yourself, right? If you mm-hmm. see yourself in a leadership-type role, it's time to be a leader, right? right? If you see yourself as the best software developer in this time, be okay with being on the being on the keyboard the whole time and not really knowing what's going on higher up because honestly you really probably don't even care right Right. Um, but i saw myself as a leader i see myself as a leader so i know that i will have to take that step back stop being so close to the to the keyboard right but with that they're trying to get some face time they want to get get his screen exactly but with that like with like even though i have i think because i have that background experience and knowing and being technical i can i know when something is going wrong and i know when someone like one of my employees like that's not right that don't sound right like i did that before that don't even sound you're not going to you're not gonna gas me on this because I've done the work before, so you can't just say make something up to me. Right. You see, right. and I think is you can totally tell a leader who has never done the work before because they be making promises that's like, yeah, we can get that done by tomorrow, and it's I like timeline be all off. <laughs> Story of our lives. I'm pretty sure all the devs that are watching this are like, preach. You tell it the truth. I'm still exactly. on that deadline. It's you tonight. I'm working on it. <laughs> They're probably like, I'm still working on it. <laughs> yeah. I say, like, the leads will get freaked out. And it's like, hey, are you, you completed that tax yet? And like, you you gave me this impossible deadline. And now I'm stressed out. You're stressed out. Like, everybody in this room is stressed out. And it just doesn't, it's not a great work environment at all. It's and it's just like, yeah, that that should be fairly easy. They can do that. And it's like, no, that's that's gonna take us like a week to complete. Like, exactly. that's no. gonna take about two, three sprints. Like, no. Right. <laughs> yeah. so I'm not. I'm not supposed to be hands on keyboard anymore. But I still set my time, like my hour, two hours here, there, throughout the week, because you never know when you got to go back into that. Like, if you go to another company and it's big enough to where, no, you can be hands-on keyboard and still be high up. Because some people, yeah. some companies can do that. And then, like, it's the, the, it all depends on the makeup. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't, and you work so hard for those skills. Like, you still want to, you still want to, like, do what you've been <laughs> working on all these years. Yeah, yeah. But, but just, but, yeah, because you have that experience, it's like, you did it. Like, you, good job. Now, take a step back. 
Yeah. Like it's even rewarded it's now if you think about it as a leader. Yeah. It's like, yes, I put in my time, I put in my work, I mastered this craft. Now it's like I can sit back and just watch them take care of it and I handle the big stuff. You know, it's kind of rewarding if you think about that it. That is true. That is a good way of looking at it. From that tree that you've been watering for so long. <laughs> Come on, country boy. <laughs> now now you can tell them folks, hey, what you might not want to do is go make that fresh coffee. <laughs> we got a hands-on meeting coming up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So I guess uh, you know it's a that was you know that's been a lot of good gems you know so far. But you know one thing, one other thing that I know we definitely want to highlight is uh, so one thing we didn't mention at the beginning of the episode is that you are you have your own company, Sam's Designs. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, Sam's Designs. Okay. Okay. Oh, bring that. Yeah, bring that. Got the merch, got the merch. How was it started at? And like, what's kind of your story of why you started? Yeah, so, you know, so you kind of, you already know my line of work, right? So it's very mission-based, right? I really didn't have the opportunity to do like fun stuff. I didn't have the opportunity to be creative uh, in my work because most of my stuff was for a customer and the customer like gives you a set of requirements and it's like, no, I don't want nothing else. I want these things. And it's like, well, I can do this, this, this. And it's like, no, we have costs, we have scope. I want to just do this. And opening, starting my own company, right, um, allowed me to be creative, right, for, for other customers and other people, right, um, that's unrelated to, like, the cyber stuff I do, right, like web design, graphic design. I could go in and, you know, pull up Adobe, create a logo. I can't do that at work, right? right, right. Um, and I, I think I felt like I was missing that release, right? Yeah, you know, having that, doing Crave Down, doing freelance stuff for people, you know, doing graphic design, pulling up my iPad and drawing something out. That was, that was like, you know, therapy to me, right? So that was, I love coming home from a stressful day. And someone says, like, Raven, I need a logo. It's like, oh, perfect. Like, that's not even work to me. That's me right. having fun. That's more therapeutic. Um, I was able to de-stress um, just by opening this business, and now I get to charge people for it. So that's even better. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So, so did you know that you always wanted to like own your own business, or is it just something that came to you? You know, since mm-hmm. you said that, you know, you're seeing you, you're just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hang out here. <laughs> uh, I didn't know I was going to start my own business. I think I was involved with a nonprofit at the time um, that needed someone to manage their website. And, you know, a couple of friends of mine um, started a nonprofit in Richmond, Virginia, that's dedicated to feeding the homeless and giving them their you know, all the source resources they need to have a better life, right? Um, so because of that, because of that opportunity in which I was involved with, with a group of my friends when we started that nonprofit, they needed a website. So I was like, oh, I got it. I can do that in no time, right? And then I got like more people like, oh, can you make mine? Oh, can you do a logo? So from that, it was like, okay, maybe I have something here. Maybe I right. can do something. Yeah. Um, it started with, you know, just a couple of friends saying, hey, Raven, I have this opportunity or I have this idea can you make a logo to like now it's like the my portfolio is expanding now i can do you know um, like clothing materials like this embroidery i can do stickers i can do hats shirts whatever i can make it for you and it just kind of expanded like that and i just as people asking for new things i'm just letting it grow I, i'm really just seeing where it goes um i don't really have any in-depth goals for the company but i just want to see where it takes me so yeah okay that's what happened <laughs> okay it's gotta be a good feeling. okay yeah yeah it's funny because we just talked about freelance last week we actually had this full-on debate <laughs> yeah. about freelance yeah uh, and it got really heated and so <laughs> like kind of hearing how you mentioned <laughs> how you how you mentioned that you know that was kind of your escape. That's like total opposite of what we were like debating on last week. So I mean, that's a pretty it's stressful. Their debate was flexibility. Yeah, we were, we yeah. were good. 
<laughs> we were good until Clarence said that uh, being a hundred percent freelancer was similar to a nine to five, and I said, "No, it's not. You got to, you got to, you got to get that <laughs> money, man. It's like the opposite of nine. <laughs> that to makes five. no sense." <laughs> I said, "That's not what entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs don't do nine to five. They do twenty four seven. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if you was fully dedicated to freelance, yeah, I probably, I probably, you know, will be doing it, up doing it all day, every day, because now that's your lifestyle. Now I'm depending on that." Or my livelihood. So yes, I'll hang up right now and start doing something. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It's like, all right, guys, that was a good, that was a good hour. I'm good to go now. I gotta go. <laughs> it's like that's as long as the break out the tape. Yeah, that that just threw us completely off. But yeah. I guess like, but oh, go ahead, JP. Uh, Sorry. Really quickly, since you um, you brought it up, of you know. If you thought about going freelancing full time, you know, it would be like your 24 seven thing. But um, for other people, would you recommend, you know, you know, taking that risk, taking that big leap of just going freelancing uh, 100 percent? Or do you think um, so? Like one of Terrence's points from last week was, you know, building up, you know, your cash flow or whatever that saving so that, you know, you have that to fall back on before you, you know, take that huge leap of, yeah, I'm just going to do this, you know, 100% type thing. Yeah. Um, it depends, right? For me, Sims Designs is one of my passions, right? Okay. Um, I think I, I love cyber, and then I also like freelance designs, but I think cybersecurity and the things I'm doing now, like, like that makes me drool. Like that 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 gets me up every day, right? Right. Um, being creative, being a freelance designer, that's just an outlet. If, if right. that makes sense, you know what I mean. But if you are a freelancer in which that was your passion, this is what I want to do. I wake up and I can't wait to do this. I'm actually going to work every day. It's boring. I'm upset. I'm not happy here. Then you need to be a freelancer. Right. So I, I definitely 100% wholeheartedly believe in taking leaps of faith and taking risks and doing things that you feel like are designed and destined for you, right? Because that's where you see that's where you see all these doors start opening. Like it, if you think about it, like when you do things that you're not supposed to be doing, that's when like stuff don't work out. Like right. you'd be thinking like, gosh, why am not? Why can't I get this job? And it's like, right. well, because you yeah. didn't apply for the job that was designed for you. Like you see what I'm saying? You applying for the jobs that you really don't like being, you know, I don't know, an admin assistant. You really don't like being that. Why you keep applying for that role when you hate going to work every day doing that? You see what I'm saying? So you can kind of see. I wholeheartedly believe focus on what your purpose is. Focus on what you feel like drives you because you will see way many more doors open for you than you doing something that you hate, right? Um, I honestly believe, you know, we're not put on this earth to be miserable. We are here on, we're put on this earth uh, to serve a purpose. And when you're serving your purpose, <laughs> and when you're serving your person, your purpose, like everything will seem seamless. See, Clarence, all, yeah. that's all you had to say. You would have won a debate, but you didn't say that. <laughs> I, I don't even think I got she a chance so to get many words out. Man. And when I did, I was so Raven. I was so I said, I, I said, how you gonna pay for your health insurance? I said, how about your four hundred one k, your health insurance? Man, you, you get sued. You get sued. You gonna get your contracts right? Maybe think said, about it. <laughs> think about all the entrepreneurs, right? Nah, look I, at I the, yeah, look at the CEO, CEO of Amazon. Look at look at the Facebook, you know, Mark, like. Right. What 401k was they thinking about when they was really in there grinding it out? I knew, I knew that. I just, yeah. Clarence didn't say it. You know what was funny? So I was like, last week we were going to have the episode on freelance because I knew we were going to have you this week. And I was like, I know Raven's going to come in here. She's going to come talk about most of the stuff I tried to say. And it was just going to be like, we, we needed you last week. So it could have been like two on two, not just two yeah, exactly. on one. You might have be a regular, regular guest. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of threw us off. I mean, it, your point, if you if you were really agreeing with what Raven just said, then you just didn't say it right. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's all right. Claire said, said nine to five, then we went off and Claire just he was right. like, all right, all right. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know what else to say. I felt like every word that I was gonna say was gonna be targeted. So I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna play it safe here. You know what? Never mind. Never mind. I think <laughs> Having the 401k might be a better option. <laughs> I said, they're not. I said, who gonna match your 401k? They ain't matching nothing. 
Because you Claire put the said, stuff in. Claire said, you can just wake up when you want to. I said, not if you got to write your own, your own check. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, but I, I definitely think that's definitely the goal, for sure. I, I, I definitely believe in it. I do believe in it, Clarence. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so I guess I know, Ravy, you mentioned that, you know, you kind of are like, you know, this is your outlet to just kind of, you know, uh, release, you know, your day to day. And yeah. But I guess my question is, do you see it being something that uh, you do? Well, I guess I know Jasmine mentioned it being full time, but I guess like the part of my question I really want to get to is like, how competitive is that market? So, you know, like, I know you mentioned, like you said, this is kind of just something you like to do, you know, on the side. But, like, is it a super competitive market? And, like, how do you, you know, battle or weather that? Yeah, I think it's very competitive. Like, we want to talk about competition. Freelance. Everybody's a freelance designer. Right, right. go do it for free online. Some of them do it for free just to kind of exactly. get Exactly. What's that, what's that new website now? Upwork. Yeah. Upwork. It's more to a website where you can go find it. Somebody said, hey, I'll design your logo for $5. Please, please, right. please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? The competition is crazy. The competition is crazy, but I think how I set my apart, myself apart is by offering end-to-end solutions from people, right? So I'll walk you through all the way through your brand development from creating your logo to your website to now create your your merch. Like, let's do the whole thing. Let's get you set up right, right? And I think that's kind of where I, you know, know, separate myself. Like some some freelancers only do like tits and pieces of it. It's like, no, I do the whole thing. Whatever you you need, I got it. I can help you with your marketing strategy, your brand management, developing your brand. You know, we got it here at Simpsons. Right, right. We got a website or IG. We got you got to say it. You got to get it out there. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> IG underscore Sims Designs website www.ravensims.com. Uh, Twitter, same thing. Underscore Sims Designs. Nice. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll put it up in the show notes and all that good stuff. Yeah. So I do. If you oh, want, you got a I'm question, sure. JB? <laughs> I thought you were about to point one more question. No. So I do have another question about like the freelance and I guess like, so with your company, have, do you feel like you've uh, passed that, I guess, level or stage that you've gone past the, because I know you, I need you to do something for me to like the, the customers that you have no, like, you know, relationship or like never met before. Like, do you feel like you've reached to that point of your, uh, uh, of the, the company? And if not, you know, do you know how you're going to get there? Yeah, so I think I just reached that point, right? Um, at first, it was really all my friends, or like through one or de- one degree of separation, maybe like n- maybe not my friend, but my friend aunt. You know what I mean? Right, but like right, now, right, like right. I have no idea who you are. Um, you don't live in the state of Virginia. You don't live. You know what I mean? It's not like you, you know, local to where I used to live, or you know, local to Richmond where I'm from. I'm getting opportunities and customers from all over now. I'm mostly. Um, of course, Virginia is a lot of my customers, but I, I got a customer in Atlanta. I have a customer in New York. Uh, no customers in California yet, but you know, coming soon after this. Soon right? to be Huntsville. But yeah, I'm getting getting um, clients in which I have no idea who they are, right? Okay. Which is sometimes scary because it's like I can easily meet my friend's expectation, right? Because right. I already I know how you think. I know what you, you know want. What? I know. You know what I mean? But it's like it's someone else, like name a name, right? Linda or whoever who randomly sends me a DM on Instagram. I'm like, okay, sure, right? Um, which it which is adds a level of complexity for me because you kind of have to have a formalized process now. So now in Sips Designs, you know, I have to establish a formalized process in which I get the information from my from my clients to be able to build them something beautiful, right? Um, so now I'm finally at that stage where it's not someone I know. It's a brand new person who's really asking me for business advice. I like. I really have a serious idea, um, which I'm trying to grow my brand. Can you help me? Can we get on the phone and talk? It's like yes, and we have a formalized process now. So um, having that, like starting with my friends, was good, but definitely branching out. It's it, it made Sims Designs go legit, right? It's no longer a, you know, oh I do logos on the side. It's like Sims Designs. Raven Simpson's logos. We do right. freelance web, web web development, brand development. We do it all. Right, right, right. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Did y'all have any any other questions? Um, well, my last one is, you know, 
at the beginning, you talked about, you know, getting your certs and things for, you know, cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is very heavy on people getting their certs and, mm-hmm. you know, having those extra qualifications. So outside of that, um, how do you keep up with, like, the times of the technology changes as you... Good question. Uh, Glad we didn't miss that one. Yeah, um, I, you know, subscribe to podcasts. Uh, I, on my way to work, I listen to CyberWire. Right. They talk about all the latest threats yeah. and vulnerabilities and different hacks and stuff that's going on. I listen to it on my way to work. Um, I actually sub- email subscriptions to different, you know what I mean, um, different cyber places. Right. You know, um, I also do conferences, right, Black Hat and all that, where all the mm-hmm. geeks get together and, you know, d- do their thing. So I like to stay engaged like that. Um, I also am a part of industry at work in which I present different cyber topics like zero trust or, you know, name something, right? Um, and, and it makes me go back and research it, right? So I know what's going on before I actually go and present it to, you know, my colleagues, my peers. Um, so that's how I stay up to date. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I feel like she hit on all of our different pieces that we've previously talked about. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. conferences, you tech know, talks. the tech talks. Like yeah, tech talks. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I guess one thing I know you mentioned, I guess like kind of a follow up with that question. I know you mentioned, you know, you listen to podcasts, you're a part of certain groups like um, are groups big out in the West Coast where they do like, you know, meetups and that kind of thing. Like, do you do you consider meetups or anything like that? Anything extra? Yeah, I do meetups. I mean, pre-COVID, right? Yeah. I did meetups. Um, <laughs> um, it, it was it was kind of big um, out here. It was more big in, you know, Black Hat when everybody goes to Vegas, right? That's right. more that, that's more the biggest one. I have never seen something that big before. But um, I think it, it, it didn't surprise me in how big it was. I think it was kind of average here in L.A. as far as, you know, tech meetups. But the biggest one I've seen is going to Vegas, you know, being a part of that Black Hat one. Yeah. I got you. I guess I do. So I know I keep saying I have one more question, one more question. <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to cut you, you off, Clarence, because she's going to start charging soon. I know. Free, I know. Free hours yeah, so your free time is going to be up. <laughs> so one of, one, of my, one of my last questions, and I guess, like, for me, you know, I've been on the East Coast my whole life. So, you know, like the West Coast. So one of our episodes, we talked about, like, you know, the dev life. And so we painted this picture of this dev who, you know, hops on his bike, you know, ride. <laughs> or I shouldn't say his, but his or her bike, you know. Uh-huh. And rides to the local coffee shop, you know, get some coding in there with some buddies, you know, they have breakfast, they get up, you know, they go and then they actually go into work at like 11 o'clock. Is the West Coast like that? Do you see devs just coding any, any and everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> you do know this is in the same so. country, right? Like, uh, <laughs> right. This, is, this is like the same country. It is. Right. No, it is the same, same world. Country. They are humans. <laughs> It's like that to a T. I wouldn't say they own a bike, right, Clarence? Right. Some people got cars, right? Right. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I think it is the West Coast is definitely a whole different work experience, right? So when I started my first day, I had a suit on, you know what I mean, dress shoes, and I came in and everybody had on open T-shirts, jeans, ripped jeans, sneakers, and it was like, well, yeah. okay. <laughs> They're like, here for interviews. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, hey, you must be new. And it's like, yeah, must be because no one, like, I came from the East Coast and everybody was really buttoned up, like, you know, Monday through Friday. You know what I mean? We're we're going to be spiffy or whatever. Developers, too, right? We'll be spiffy, right? And the most lax I've seen on the East Coast was probably the developers in, like, the collared polo shirts and probably some jeans, right? But here in LA, it's like, white tea like you know what i mean oh you want to go to lunch oh it's happy hour after that you want to just stay longer and it's like yeah y'all gonna go to work or <laughs> i like when that. does work start <laughs> that's yeah. from like 12 to midnight <laughs> exactly but like i think it, it's a it's a degree right um it's like they know how to like relax but then like when the deadline comes it's like oh they in there Right, right. They in there now. One huge difference is when I went to Australia for work. Australia, they start at noon. Like, you know what I mean? They don't believe in going to work a full day. Like here we're like eight hours, like and then it's like even if it takes longer than eight hours and we need to stay longer, we stay. 
Australia, they were like, okay, but it's not done. Okay, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so the eight hours is the factory life where you don't have to, like, you're repeating the same task. That's where it's coming from. I'm a proponent of not having to do the eight hours. Sometimes you're not, yeah. you're not nobody's working for eight hours. Yeah. 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 There's so Maybe much a other solid stuff. Four. <laughs> no, but that's, no, but that's the study. They said three to four. You yeah. have three to four yeah. actual hours where you're like, everything else is just You're just slow. there. Yeah, I saw a study where it was like, what, like, people on average do about like 40% of their work day. Is them actually doing work? I was just like, hey, that's that's pretty low. Like, <laughs> but it sounds about yeah, right. Something like, need to make some changes. <laughs> no, seriously. If like, you think about your, like little three-hour blocks. Yeah, if you think about your your eight-hour day, it's like all right. The first hour of my day, eight a.m. is me sitting at my desk trying to get myself in the mindset. Okay, I'm at work. Right. Right. <laughs> and then like I probably have my coffee and I'm trying to wake up the first hour and then it's like. Yeah, your lunch, right? And then it's like you getting up and talking to people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it makes sense. Four hours. That's all you need. Give me four hours. I'm good. Right. I like it. I like it. So I know we've been hammering you with a lot of questions. So I do want to at least give you an opportunity if you had anything to ask us. If you don't, it's okay. We not we won't we won't like you know scold you like oh you can never come back. Yes, I do wanna wanna ask y'all what are y'all's backgrounds and if you guys do anything additional on the side, like what is your do you do software development? You know, we just didn't go over that. Um it was all about me. Y'all was picking on me the whole time. Like what you guys do. Uh, your brain. So now we can at least say that uh we gotta we gotta pick up our game. Like I don't even know if I wanna say my spiel. (laughs) Say I need to hear what everybody does. What what are you passionate about? What are you guys doing? Yeah, so for for me on a professional end, I'm a software engineer. I'm now kind of in more of a developer advocate uh sort of position where want to make sure the developers have what they need and all my tools are really centered around so like developers are using my like using my tools um i guess it's a good summary of it but um okay. yeah still software engineer i love I'm passionate about uh developer productivity and i'm also passionate about devops um process between um managing uh systems that require high up times or no no fail time so that uh managing uh, those systems where bridging the gap between operations and developing and making sure like removing that wall no more throwing it over the wall to the operations team making sure like we're managing that through this whole through the life cycle as well so and then this is my side this is this is my side passion devs like us is it's my outlet <laughs> nice yeah. yeah jb you want to go next or you want to go last you want me to say yeah, go next um no nah, i'll let you save the best for last uh, um, <laughs> <Thank you>. uh, <laughs> um, so we're gonna start I'm, playing the music uh, when Clarence goes. Uh, <laughs> right. the, the tiny violin. <laughs> um, so for me, I'm a uh, software developer um, within a research lab. Um, so it's all about me uh, figuring out what people need, and um, in my form or fashion, making the best tool possible. And if I can answer multiple questions with whatever tool that I bring to them, then um, that's how I'll do it. And it's partnering with um, a bunch of different developers in a bunch of different fields. So I'm like with engineers, physicists, mathematicians, all those. Um, And so, yeah, that's basically what I do outside of work, um, devs like us. And outside of that, um, I'm also a basketball official. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. You can't say that no more, JB. You haven't done it for like seven months. <laughs> it's I <cool>. mean, <laughs> She's reffing at the uh, at the rec, you know, when everybody's outside on the outside. They don't even need you. Just like <laughs> whistle, don't even work no more. <laughs> you blow right, dust come out. <laughs> uh, so I guess did you have anything extra? I didn't want to. I didn't know if that was. Nope, that's it. Oh, that's it. That's it. So. So for me, I'm actually in your world, Raven. I'm a I'm in the cybersecurity world. I'm a, a software 
developer for a security team, uh, mostly doing like integration type stuff, um, developing like tools that make it, you know, make their lives a little bit easier. But I also kind of d- uh, uh, dabble with, you know, a little bit more of the security stuff. So uh, it's a huge world. I'm still trying to get a grasp on it. I'm actually uh, hoping to get my security plus soon. And maybe one day I'll get one of those uh, nice shiny uh, uh, certs like you got. <laughs> It, 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 it kind of just depends how how things are going, but uh, I'm still kind of like you know, kind of get grabbing the ropes and just like getting the understanding of how everything works. Because you know, for the longest time, I was not a big like I never liked cybersecurity. Like I thought it was a cool you know it was a cool term, but you know we were in school. I felt like everybody was like cybersecurity, cybersecurity, and I knew it was huge, mm-hmm. but it was like I want to be different. You know, I didn't want to kind of you know follow that path. And as you know, like where we started, everybody was trying to get into cybersecurity. So it's like you know if you didn't you know find that way to get in that door, you're you're on the outside anyway. So you kind of just you know made it what it was. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, mostly on the side, I, I devs like us is the is my side my side passion. Nice, nice. Okay. Clarence, you're not escaping that easy. Now, what's your real side passion? <laughs> so <laughs> you've seen your other ID. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Uh, my real side passion is the outdoors. I love the outdoors. And, uh, <laughs> Everything outdoors, you know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fisherman. I'm a hunter. You know, I, I, I'm a country boy at heart. So, you know, I'm kind. Of, I feel like you going to Alabama. Like, if you have an opening, let me know. I'm coming to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> He's already invited himself. Exactly. <laughs> You need help moving in? I, I exactly. I like, got it. I got it. Put that box down. <laughs> this is a lot of land. I like it down here. <laughs> Whole lot of land. <laughs> but that's like my big side passion outside of the dev work. So that's that's my outlet. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, I have a a, a gift for you guys. Um, some designs recently dropped some hoodies, so I want to make sure I send them out to you three. So I'm gonna show them to you really quick. This is a big time. <laughs> <laughs> First time. So we dropped these uh, black creatives hoodies, right? Um, so I want to make sure you guys get one. So just go ahead, you know, send me your sizes and what color um black and maroon is what we got i definitely want to thank you all for having me on the show this is my first time on a podcast so thank you you. i want to show gratuity you you have i don't even know i feel like you just said like this the standard for all guests now (laughs) any guests after this they they don't come like are you gonna bring gifts we don't want them them. we're we're gonna add that to the guest form so the next time if you try to apply you'll be like oh i gotta bring gifts to stuff (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) thank you raven appreciate it thanks a lot yes no problem no problem gonna close us out do y'all want me to go ahead and and uh and and, and saddle this thing all home you the host don't have sure, uh, okay playboy. okay so you know <laughs> first off you know again thank you thank you so much for your time raven thank you so much for sharing your story we really appreciate it you dropped a lot of gems uh we definitely think that it's going to be really beneficial to our community uh we hope that you know that somebody could take something from your story and you know apply to theirs um just greatness that's just that's like that's like blesses on blesses that's that's amazing (laughs) you know we love it so uh you know we will have your info you know down in our info link so you know everybody could go check out sims designs you know hit her up for for your uh for for whatever your needs are she she says she's a a, you know uh from start to finish shop there's no halfway (laughs) like she's gonna get you there so you know definitely check her out but uh you know other than that so for our community, thank you again for listening to our podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. Don't forget to like, scribe, subscribe, and ring that bell. Ring, ring that, that bell. bell. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>